Welcome, everybody, to another special edition of Dadgum and Rika's Review a Movie, where we look at the second season of Stranger Things. I'm one of your co-hosts, Gordon Rika Strickler. And I'm the other guy, Luke Dadgum Petri. There we go. We got through an intro, finally. Um, so this week, uh, we're doing a couple of episodes uh, centered around the first two seasons of Stranger Things, which lead into our full review of the third season of Stranger Things. And we're basically not sticking entirely with the plot or really going into the story itself, but really analyzing the characters as they approach the third season. So you want to break down what's happened in this season so far, Luke? Sure, I can do that. So this season kind of starts off with Will um, maybe not being as comfortable as he should be being back. He still is kind of connected to this upside down. So it's uh, it's starting off with his struggles. Um, It's also... Uh, including Eleven, who is, uh, I'm going to say, being protected by Hopper, and uh, she's living out in the country by herself, or in the woods by herself, yep. um, feeling sad about it. Um, and I think it's just the uh, the upside down is still very um, prevalent. Present. Is that yeah, the word? Prevalent. Prevalent. Yeah, and um, she, it, it, it. <laughs> it. She, the dark, the upside the dark. down. <laughs> <laughs> the shadow monster. The shadow monster is still in this realm and has... Uh, uh, just wants to wreck crap. Yeah, and and I think what's what's interesting about this is this felt even more so than the first season a season of relationships. So I've actually jotted down how we're going to look at these characters and what I felt like was the most organic relationship with with them throughout this season. And you can either agree or disagree, or we can just talk about them in general. But is the first Steven relationship, uh, we'll get to that. Oh, the I first relationship the in this to connecting. me is Mike and Will, and and oh, it really yeah. builds okay. on that. So these two are very close they've uh, they're probably the closest as it turn in terms of the trauma that came out of this and um there's a little bit of protectiveness from mike to will Uh, outside of that i don't think really much either one of them developed other than will just actually getting some acting in in this season yeah he actually got to be included which is very nice for him yeah yeah so um also mike uh he's starting to hunch already as a child He's going to have a terrible, like, aging posture. Yeah, it's really Uh, bad. Have you not noticed that his head is progressively shrinking into his sternum more and more? Um, It could be because he's getting taller than all the kids. It's possible. And some people don't like to tower over people, so they hunch to get on their level. Yeah, maybe. But all in all, I mean, did you find anything through the course of this season interesting about either either one of these two? Mike and Will? Yeah. Um, not not necessarily. I thought that Will just did... Actually, I thought Will did a very good job in yep. his... Um, just his whole story, and he, he had some very traumatic things going on with him and some scenes that just tore him up inside and yeah. his his screams and his pain and everything you could really feel. So I thought he did a really great, great job. I thought he did pretty good, too. I think my problem with both of these characters in the course of the season is while it seemed like and taking Mike off the table more with Will, I guess, that there was a lot of development. There was absolutely no development with him because it wasn't him for the majority of the season. Because so, he was possessed? Yeah, because they basically, basically these two characters have been stagnant for this entire year, we'll yeah. call it. Okay, so the next relationship I had jotted down was Lucas and the introduction of our first new character, Mad Max, and mm-hmm. uh, sort of their blossoming relationship, which started off as, I feel like, a little bit of a love triangle with Dustin, but they didn't really hammer too hard on that. Which I'm glad they didn't, because it just would have ended even more poorly for poor Dustin. Yeah. And, and he was already getting pretty hurt just seeing them, you know, together and, and holding hands and whatever they were doing. So I'm, I'm actually very glad that they didn't get too uh, deep in that love triangle, and Max never really was interested in Dustin. Yeah, so me too. I think that could have made things hard for him. Yeah, the last thing I want in this is to watch this core 
four group gets split up because of a girl. I just don't, I don't want to see that story. That story's played out beyond belief. So the moment they started uh, gravitating away from that, I got a little more comfortable with her inclusion. I think um, one of the other big relationships in this is the transition from Nancy over to Jonathan and Which them I starting. Hate. I hate that so much. I don't. I'm not a fan of it either. It's it's not that I hate it. Um, like if if they were doing that from the beginning, I wouldn't care. But I hate that Steve still doesn't think that they were broken up. Yeah, I, and I mean, yeah, they had these weird fights, and um, Nancy was saying like everything's bullcrap or whatever it was. But I still felt like they were together. And they just had some some things to work through, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But I never saw Jonathan as her love interest, and I just hate that they almost forced it on us. Yeah, and I think what bothers me most about this is that if you had asked me this two weeks ago about this being the perfect show, I would have said, yes, I love every character. I'm interested in every character and all of that. The reality is, is I think I don't like Jonathan at all. Well, he's just kind of a weird dude, and I, and I wonder if it's because they're dating in real life. What? Jonathan and Nancy. I didn't know that. They're real life lovers. Oh, so you think that's just transitioning over? Yeah, I think that uh, it just makes it just, creepy. Just I don't understand what you're getting with yeah, that. Yeah, he was just getting kind of getting jealous as Steve was getting all the attention, and he's he went up to the is it the Duffer brothers and was yep. like, "Hey, you know, it'd be really cool if I got to make out with her on screen or something," and um, they just went with it. Okay, okay. Uh, let's move over to another new character, um, Bob and Joyce, who is still <sighs> just as crazy as ever. Joyce is pretty wild, but yeah. Bob is just a sweetie. Sweetie? Bob is my favorite new addition to this uh, this franchise. He's absolutely my, my favorite addition He's to the show. He's absolutely incredible. It, From the actually, moment he fought, solved the riddle to like his death was incredible. The the What, what riddle? The okay. the tunnel maze. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what. Yeah. yeah. As soon as he like built the map, or he didn't build the map, but as soon as he's like, oh, yeah, that's whatever lake, and, and that's, this yeah. is going down. He's so smart and yeah. awesome. And just so kind, and he just wants everybody to be happy, and I, and, yep. Yep, and we gave no spoiler warning, and I've already said he died, so there's that. Okay, uh, spoiler warning, we're gonna talk about season, no, I'm just kidding, (laughs) we already did it. Yeah. I'm so sorry for everybody. I mean, if you're looking at this, you most likely gotta know that we're we're talking about Stranger Things Oh yeah, absolutely. Just so that we can get through it, just talk about I was actually pretty surprised on the initial watch through this that they killed him so early. I thought he was a pretty strong character, and I feel like he could have continued on, and I don't think having the abandonment of the potential Hopper and Joyce love story that started to appear a little bit in season one, I did not care about that being gone. Uh, what, you wanted it? I'm sorry. I no, I did not want it. Yeah, no, I don't want that either. And are they going to bring it back? I hope not. Um, I think that from season one, the backlash that they got from killing Barb, they should have never touched Bob. Because yeah, it's like, oh, you finally get a character that we like, and then you just rip him from our hearts. So it was funny that you bring up Barb, because you and I were pretty... That was like our biggest complaint from season one, is that like no one cared about Barb. And this season, everyone cared about Barb. Yes, felt yeah, like. I know. So they it did actually funny. come back full circle. It just it took did. them a year to realize they actually cared about her. Yeah, and I, and I also kind of forgot that um, the government made this very secret. Like, they did not tell anybody what was going on. Even some of the kids' parents had just had zero clue what was going yeah, on. Yeah, which I don't understand wild. how that gets pulled off with no what clue. these kids went through. So, um, let's talk about the next relationship, which is Hopper and Eleven. So, I think yeah, that's a that's new a cool found one. one. I actually did like that one a lot. No, I, I absolutely did. It's, uh, it's kind of... I feel like I'm talking a lot. I'm so sorry. Um, uh, I think that Eleven was a great yin and yang for them yes agreed. Uh, i think that hopper's attitude of like super tough but 
um, I lost my daughter, so I'm super sad, is just perfect for, for keeping Eleven at yeah, his house. I think they were an unlikely duo, and it made her a little more tolerable with her hair slicked back in the in the final scenes. No, like, it didn't. No, you're right, it didn't. That but it, that still was a really good scene with him protecting her in that it closing very scene. very much so, so was. All right, and then the last and my favorite relationship that started through the course of this season was Dustin and Steve. There it is. Yes, there was nothing better in this than the two of those guys. I hope that there is a spinoff series of just the shenanigans of Steve and Dustin. I just would like to see an entire episode of them styling their hair. Oh, yes, that'd be so great. <laughs> the hair is yep. bigger, the hair is better, and, and they're... Him, and him just doing the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was so that's good. All, like That's all I want. <laughs> and just what a redeeming change for Steve. Like, you know, he's a borderline oh, yeah. unlikable character. Character, and the moment he grabbed that baseball bat in this, I was like, yeah, yeah. Steve. Steve was like, a man. Yeah. So, it, which is so weird because he, he like the, the group he hung out with in the first one and just everything screamed tool, yeah. douchebag, whatever you want to say about him. Definitely. And he is one of my favorite characters in the show now. All right. So let's talk about the four or five new characters that we haven't touched yet. Let's start yep. with Dr. Owens, which is played by... Paul Reiser, I believe, um, from way back, Mad About You television fame, um, as the replacement at the Department of Energy Science Center thing, whatever this is. Mm -hmm. How'd you uh, feel about him? Um, he he was okay until towards the end of the season. Um, I think that he had almost he was oblivious. I think is what I was saying. Like he didn't know how terrible he was until he realized what the heck was actually going on. Yeah, I mean, he played sort of a. A uh, prominent figure within this organization that was kept in the dark, it felt like. But, um, yeah, which is kind of weird. It is kind of weird. But whatever. I, I thought he was fine. I mean, he was good for not just recycling basically that same villain over again. Is he dead? I don't remember. And I don't think he died. So it ends with him getting his leg turned. No, no, they met in the diner one month later. Oh, that's right, that's right. And he handed over the birth certificate yep. for Eleven to that's give right. her back to a normal life setting. So how about, um, let's go with Billy next, which is Max's older brother, who's borderline abusive and just overall generic tool. Um, I think I like him a lot as a, as like in the show. He, he does exactly what he's supposed to do. Yeah. He's supposed to be a super tool. It's very understanding whenever you see the relationship with his dad, yep. why he's such a tool. Um, What's your feeling yeah. about him and Steve? Do you like that? That, the rivalry, yeah. I guess. Uh, it's fine. I'm just mad Steve lost. Like, Steve should have beat him. No, man. That dude was kind of jacked. I mean, yeah, you see but, him work out with cigarettes. But you did you see, like, Steve that. was shucking and jiving in the beginning? I mean, like, he... Look, if you work out with cigarettes and you get one body shot in, that dude's going to be faltering and down. I don't know. He, what I think he was smoking a cigarette while he's doing curls and then takes a, uh, a rest and drinks a beer. Uh, you're, like, that, you're a, you're yeah. a man yeah. at that point. <laughs> what about the conspiracy theorist? Um, <laughs> I can't remember his name. I don't remember his name. I don't care about his name. He he was he need, was needed in the story. He was uncomfortable. He like was. he invites two sixteen year olds to basically have sex in his basement. Yeah. That's nothing's good about yeah, that. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, but it, it was needed. All right. Well, last but not least, let's uh, let's talk about Dart. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think he needs a credit. He, he was in this more credit. than he was. I don't know. To me, it's kind of like. 
oh, it's all about how you were raised then. Like, this is one of those, like, pit bulls are bad. Well, they're only bad because if they have bad owners type of thing. I thought the dart thing was stupid. You did? Yeah, I did. I think that was dumb. I think that didn't need to happen. It didn't really serve a purpose. Yes, it got him out of the tunnel at the end, but you didn't have to have that to get them to escape. I felt like what that happened is they got into this a bit and they said, hey, we have Lucas with Max. We have Will and, and Mike rebonding. We have Steve who's on the outs and we got to get him done with Nancy. So how do we plug Dustin into some time before that? Well, let's give him dart. Which uh, just didn't <laughs> like it I don't know. I thought that made a lot of sense in the I mean kind of I just I just I didn't I didn't care for that at all. So, um overall, this score is still pretty uh this series, sorry, this season is still pretty high with a 94% and a 90% between the audience and the uh the critics. So we need to get to the point where we give our rating and then discuss what we liked most and didn't like most about this season. Sure. So uh, I'm still giving this a 95. What What is my rank, rating? One through 10. So All 95 right. is outside yeah. of that realm. And I mean it. No, <laughs> it's, uh, I'll give this a 9.5 still. Um, just because there are a few things that I didn't like. And there is actually just one particular episode I didn't like, which we can talk about in our favorite and least favorite. But yep. so I'm just, I'm sticking with the 9.5. Okay. And I'm sticking with an A+. I mean, this bobbled a little bit with one episode, but typically television series have a sophomore slump for their second season. I don't feel oh, yeah. like nope. this hit that this at all. I feel like it took a direction that probably the fan base didn't like much. And they deviated away from that. Um, pretty quickly, it felt like a test, <laughs> like a testing the waters type thing. Oh, okay. And then, um, so I feel like they didn't harp on that any more than they had to, which will lead us into favorite and least favorite. So why don't you start off with your? Let's go with least favorite first. So I think you, everybody knows what we're going to get to. Our least, or my least favorite. I'm assuming it's yours because it should be. Um, my favorite, my least favorite thing was uh, number eight. I eight. guess it yep. was just that whole. Um, first episode, but just that whole crew was just horrendous to watch. Yeah. I didn't like any of them. I didn't None like of them any of it either. Connect with or relate to the dude with the mohawk is like, why? Why would you even put this cartoon character on a show? Type yeah. of thing. Um, and I, I don't feel like eleven and eight had any sort of connection. Number nope. eight was just using her. Yep. So there's just nothing good about I it. I am right there with you. I thought 8 was an unnecessary addition. We didn't need this subplot. If anything, it damaged the mystery behind 11 more than it should have. And I don't care to see any more about that. I mean, and it, if this it, turns into a super-powered group for Season 5, just rolling around, doing what they're like, Well, they've said this is only going to be five seasons. Oh, they did? Yeah, they've announced that Why back last that year. Sorry, dude. But um, so I just I just don't want it to build towards a superhero team. That's going to that's going to make us no, upsetting. No, it won't. But I mean it makes you curious about 1 through 10 or whatever or if there's any more after 11. Yeah. But I I don't want to see them. Yeah. I want this to be an 11 story and I really want this to be the four kids story. Well, to me it would have been a lot smarter to just not talk about them, give two or three years off in between this one and pick up a different series later with a different character. That'd have been cool. Yeah, but nope, they ruined that chance. They did. Uh, favorite part of this? Um, I think my favorite part was actually more of just the relationships in the show. Okay. I thought that uh, that was that's just something that I remembered as being awesome. All right. And I, I think I loved Mad Max, and I didn't talk about her much. She was actually grown to be one of my favorite characters yeah, in the Yeah, me group. too, actually. I really, really liked um, her. So, yeah, just seeing the, the building of the relationships and, and just the way the kids interact is just awesome to me. Yep. Well, awesome. Whoa. Awesome. <laughs> At the bubble. Uh, so, I'm going to go with... Uh, 
Just yeah. that. That was my favorite part of this yeah. whole season. I rewound and watched that a couple of times. I still love that part. That is the best part of this season to me. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. Oh, and then I guess the prom was awesome whenever Dustin uh, slicks back his heart, hair and uses the... Who is the the famous person? Janis Joplin or something? Hairstyle? Who the heck was it? I thought he was just mimicking Steve. He was, but they used some sort of hairspray. Whatever. Oh, Farrah Fawcett. Farrah Fawcett. I know what you're talking is. about. Um, okay, I they thought- used the hairspray. Janis Joplin. People <laughs> might get it. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, but I thought that that was super awesome. And the way that um, Nancy saw Dustin at prom and was like... No one's going to dance with you, so I'll dance with you. That was freaking awesome to me. So what do you think's going on there? That's what I wanted to end in. With That's kind of what Dustin I wanted to Dustin and Nancy? Yeah. Nothing. Do you think something is? Nothing. Okay, because I'm just saying they poked at it in season one. They've poked at it in season two. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. When did season one? When he went up to her room to offer her pizza, and he was crushing on her hard. Oh yeah, I mean, who? It's a it's a young kid. Let's see. Kid let's see. A, As we go into season three, let's see what happens with Dustin and Nancy. No, I think they're going to tease something again. No, I think they are. <laughs> That's just weird. All right. Anyway, we are currently streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Alexa, and iTunes. So pop on over and leave us a review or subscribe to any of those platforms. Check us out on our Instagram page at Dadgum Enriquez or our Facebook page at Dadgum Enriquez Review a Movie. And as always, send us your thoughts, comments, questions, concerns, gripes, whatever you want to do, to our email, and we'll try to squeeze them in on the show. You can reach us there at dadgumenriquez at gmail.com. Stay tuned for Season 3. We're very excited about it. Coming up soon.